You are welcome to Herald Broadcasting Network's Bible Banquet. Our daily audio devotional coming to you in this season from the book of 1 Corinthians. And today, by the grace of God, we are reading 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Let's read prayerfully. Now concerning the collection for the sins, as I have given order to the churches of Galicia, even so do ye. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store, as God had prospered him, that there be no gatherings when I come. And when I come, whomsoever ye shall approve by your letters, them will I send to bring our liberality, your liberality unto Jerusalem. And if it be me that I go also, they shall go with me. Now I will come unto you when I shall pass through Macedonia, for I do pass through Macedonia. And it may be that I will abide here and winter with you, that ye may bring me on my journey whithersoever I go, for I will not see you now. By the way, but I trust to tarry a while with you if the Lord permit. But I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost. For a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many adversaries. Now, if Timothy come, See that he may be with you without fear, for he walked the work of the Lord, as I also do. Let no man therefore despise him, but conduct him forth in peace, that he may come unto me, for I look for him with the brethren. As touching our brother Apollos, I greatly desired him to come unto you with the brethren, but his will was not at all to come at this time. He will come when he shall have convenient time. Watch ye stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. Let all your things be done with charity. I beseech you, brethren, Ye know that the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruit of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints, that ye, ye submit yourself unto such, and to everyone that helped with us, and laboreth. I am glad of the coming of Stephanus and Fortunatus and Achaeus. For that which was lacking on your part, they have supplied. For they have refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore, acknowledge ye them that are such. The churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you. They salute you much in the Lord. With the church that is in their house, all the brethren greet you. Greet you one another with an holy kiss. The salutation of me, Paul, 
with my own hand. If any man have not the love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema. Maranatha, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Amen. Give God glory for the reading of the scripture this morning. By his grace. Uh, this is what Paul is saying in summary. We are going to go through that before we draw the essential lessons from what he is writing to the Corinthians that are applicable to us in various ways. For that we have read, this is the sum, a collection for the poor at Jerusalem, in verses 1 to 9. Timothy and Apollos commended, verses 10 to 12. Exhortation for watchfulness in faith and love, verses 13 to 18. Christian salutation, verses 19 to 24. Now these are the beautiful lessons that we may draw from this reading. A good example of other Christians and churches should arouse us. It is good to lay up in store for good uses. Those who are rich in this world should be rich in good works. That's what Paul can says in Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 17 to 18 also. The diligent hand will not make rich without the divine blessings. This we should know. Therefore, all we have and are, they actually come from God. We can take this from the writings of the wise man, Proverbs chapter 10, verses 4 and 22. And what is more proper to steer us up to charity to the people and children of God than to look at all we have as a gift of God? Works of mercy are real fruits of true love to God and are therefore proper services on his own day, the day that he appears when Jesus comes again. Ministers are doing their proper business when putting forward or helping works of charity. The heart of a Christian minister must be towards the people among whom he has labored long and with success. All our purposes must be made with submission to the divine providence. James 4.15 Adversaries and oppositions do not break the spirit of faithful and successful ministers, but warm their zeal and inspire them with fresh courage. A faithful minister is more discouraged by the hardness of his hearers' hearts and the backsliding of professors than by the enemy's attempts to stop him. Ministers, just as Timothy came to do the work of the Lord, therefore, to vex their spirit would be to grieve the Holy Spirit, and to despise them would be to despise him who has sent them. Those who work the, Lord, the work of the Lord should be treated with tenderness and respect. Faithful ministers will not be jealous of each other. It becomes the ministers of the gospel to show concern for each other's reputation and youthfulness. A Christian is always in danger, therefore should ever be on the watch. It should be fixed in the faith of the gospel and never desert or give up, you know, give it up. 
By this faith alone, he will be able to keep his ground in the hour of temptation. Christians should be careful that charity not only reigns in their hearts, but shines in their lives. There is a great difference between Christian firmness and feverish warmth and transport. The Apostle Paul gave particular directions as to some who serve the cause of Christ among them, those who serve the saints, those who desire the honor of the churches and remove reproaches from them, are to be taught much of and love. They should willingly acknowledge the worth of such and all who labor with and help the apostle. Christianity by no means destroys civility. Religion should promote a cautious and obliging temper towards everyone. Those who give a false idea of religion and reproach it, who will take encouragement from it to be sour and remorse. This is not proper. And Christian salutations are not mere empty compliments, but are real expressions of goodwill to others and commend them to the divine grace and blessing. Every Christian family should be as a Christian church. Wherever two or three are gathered together in the name of Christ, and he is among them, there is a church. Here is a solemn warning. Many who have Christ's name much in their mouths have no true love in him and towards him in their hearts. None love him in truth, who do not love his laws and keep his commandments. Many Christians are just Christians in name who do not love Jesus Christ. Jesus the Lord in sincerity, they don't love him that way. Such are separated from the people of God and the favor of God. Those who love not the Lord Jesus must perish without remedy. Let be warned. Let us therefore not rest in any religious profession where there is not the love of Christ, any desires for his salvation, gratitude for his mercies, and obedience to his commandments. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ has in it all that is good for time and for eternity. To wish that all friends may have this grace with them is wishing them the utmost good. And this we should wish all our friends and brethren in Christ. We can wish them nothing greater and we should wish them nothing less. True Christianity makes us wish those whom we love the blessings of both worlds. This is meant in wishing the grace of Christ to be with them. The Apostle Paul dealt plainly with the Corinthians and told them of their faults with just uh, severity, but he passed in love and with a solemn profession of his love to them for Christ's sake. This is amazing. It is exemplary. I pray that God may help us so that our love would be with all who are in Christ. And may he help us never to allow ourselves to continue in any known sin or neglect any of the duties that we have to perform in Jesus. This is my prayer and also prayer 
that the grace of the Lord will abide with you, brethren, as you go out this day. I pray that he will lead you, he will make your day, and you shall be blessed indeed. Go in the might of the Holy Ghost. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.